Welcome to Life This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Jamie Lerner. Jamie, are you ready to do this? I am. All right, let's go. Jamie is a psychotherapist taking an integrative approach to well-being. She's explored the world in search of spiritual healing modalities. She has an insatiable appetite for pleasure, beauty, and joy. Jamie, so excited to have you back on the show. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I don't do psychotherapy anymore. I'm a well-being therapist. So now I just assist people in assisting themselves to getting to where they are in this moment, to where they want to be. And um, my personal life is all about courses. That's my passion, riding, jumping. I have four grandchildren. That's a lot of fun as well. And um, yeah, life is good. Excellent. Well, I was telling you before we started that I went back and re-listened to our episode um, from a year or so ago and enjoyed it so much. There's so many of the of the ideas uh, that, that, that you shared that I still think and talk about all the time. The number one one was that we need to stop arguing for our limitations. I remember when he told me that, I was like, that is such a profound thing that, that, that we all fall um, sort of victim and, and pray to. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And it is so true. We spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah. And the other thing, well, I, I fancy myself a, a, a thinker, but something that's been on my mind a lot lately is this idea of, am I a human being or am I a human doing? And I told you that I oftentimes think of myself more as a human doing because I have a hard time narrowing down um, just exactly who I am because I'm a lot of different things. So it's hard for me to articulate that. Wanted to get your thoughts and opinion on that. I think that's interesting. And I also think that a lot of us do not look beyond what we do and explore who we are. Because for many people, I think they define themselves as what they do, which is not necessarily who they are. So it's an interesting conversation that I think we could begin to have with ourselves because when we, um, with loving curiosity, explore different ideas and thoughts and feelings that we have about ourselves. And I think that changes every single moment. Then we become so much more than what we do. Um, But I think what we do is interesting and hopefully what we do is something that we enjoy doing. And it's something that we're in alignment with so that we are actually leading by Example. Yeah. Questionable, but (laughs) that would be the hope. Right. So I, I am, I, I am always doing my best. I am working hard. I'm trying to be a great husband, a great dad, a great, uh, example to other people, the way that I live my life and my discipline, my dedication. So I, I don't know if I can, uh, how, how, how do you, how do you think about who, who, who you are? Well, who I am is more about me and less about the perception. 
of me by others. And so that's very different because I don't really care what other people think about me because I'm so comfortable with who I am in my own skin, kind of being, I'm very inner directed. And because that feels so good to me, I feel like I move about the world as, as an authentic human being. Um, and I think that often we get tripped up in expectation of what we're supposed to be, which might be very different from how we're actually feeling, being a father, a husband, a wife, taking on all these different roles. And then I think we become unhappy and we're not sure why, because we're so grateful that we have you know, a wonderful family and a great job. And But what we're projecting out to the world about all of these roles we've taken on is very different than how we're feeling about being in these roles. And that would make sense to me that people would not be happy, even though nobody would understand that from the outside because they would look in and see this perfect life which is not happening. <laughs> right. So, so when we kind of step back and reevaluate like the roles that we assign to ourselves and taken on, and then how do we authentically feel about those roles? And um, I think that would be a good time to like take a deep breath. And um, I don't know maybe reframe some of those things so that they feel better. They, maybe they could still look good, but now they're going to look good and feel good. So That's one of the, I mean, that to me is really a fate that would really be pretty awful if I were, it, but, but makes all the sense in the world that I was raised in a certain family and there were expectations on me that I was going to go to this kind of school. I was going to play this kind of sport. I was going to marry this kind of woman. I was going to have this kind of job and I was going to go to this country club and live in this home and da, 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 da. So for, and if I'm doing those things, I'm moving along the, the expected path. But if I think that they all suck and I dislike it immensely, then you might think that I'm a happy person, but I'm, I'm actually just, I feel like I'm trapped. Yes. And, and I think sometimes it's not just pressure from family expectations. I think that we look outside of ourselves so much that our perception is that the world is um, asking us to be something that we're not. And then we take that on and it, we're not in alignment with it. It just doesn't feel. So I think that's kind of how we can lose our way. Um, and then also we can find our way back to ourselves. So, yeah. so the world expects, and that's just something that 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 I've I've that I built up in my head. It's not just the people that I went to school with or my family. It's actually that that the world thinks that I'm supposed to be doing this, so I better keep doing it. Oh, I think a lot of it's social media, and it's our perceptions of. Um, external everything. We spend a lot of time looking outside of ourselves to be direct. Um, and I think we 
we often get what we're expected to get, but how do we actually feel about what we have? Mm. That's kind of the question. We get what we're expected to get, but how do we feel about what we have? So, and so, I don't think many people ask that question. I mean, it's not asked of us, and we don't ask ourselves it enough. So, and I, I think that that's one hundred percent right. So, how do I feel about what I actually have? And when I start peeling back those layers, or I just I, I just start asking the question. I ask the question, how do I actually feel about that? And I give myself the space to to be able to explore that honestly and with love, um, not super critically. I'm not beating myself up. I'm like, okay, how do I really feel about this? Um, and from from a professional standpoint, well, you can talk about from from whatever perspective that you're interested in. I I I can work to reframe how I'm thinking about it and feeling about it? Yes, but first you have to identify how you're feeling about it. And that is a conversation you have with yourself about yourself. So it's not something you discuss with your spouse, your friends. This is a very personal and honest conversation that you're having that maybe it changes every minute or every hour or every day. And it's not necessarily even peeling back. It's just exploring you know, what does this look like? How could it look? How could it feel? How does it feel? Um, those kinds of things, I think. And then based on that, asking yourself, well, what do I want? And that's the big question. So I think we prioritize our life based on what we're wanting. But many people do not stop and ask themselves what they're wanting. That's a big question. They spend a lot of time avoiding that question and living a life that um, they can justify avoiding the question. <laughs> so, yeah. I can justify avoiding the question. Yes, because your life is complete. You have a wife, you have children, you have a job, you have a home, you have a car, you go on vacation, you and on and on and on. Like it's awesome. What am I? What am I thinking? Everything I have is so great. I am such a happy person. <laughs> and, and possibly you are. And there are people that are in complete alignment with what they've created, and they have consciously created their life. And those people are authentic, genuine, comfortable in their own skin, amazing manifestors that make other people feel comfortable because they are so comfortable with themselves. And then there's another part of the population that have a lot of great stuff, but they're stuck and they're just not feeling it. And then they feel guilty because they should be feeling it because look how great their life is. And it just doesn't feel good. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a bit of a pickle right there. If I'm having that conversation and what I have it's by most people's standards is pretty awesome, but I just, it's not, it's not really what I truly want. So how do I, how do I move forward? How do I change my situation? Well, often it's not the situation. 
It's how we feel about the situation that is creating the problem. So um, the first question is, what is it that I want? You have to start. And it doesn't have to be the whole answer. You know, once again, every hour, it could be different. It could look different. It could feel different. It's a, it's just a way to become a little more curious and honest with yourself about yourself. Giving yourself permission to do that kind of exploration. And people get afraid. They're like, oh my God, if I discover what I want, I won't want what I have. And that's not even true. You'll want what you have, but you'll be in alignment with it because you'll allow yourself to feel differently about what you have. So it's not what we have. It's how we feel about what we have that creates the unhappiness. Okay. So the fear is if I do go down this path, I will discover that I I'm 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 unhappy with what I have, but it's not what I have. It's it's what I feel about what I have. So the fear is that if I go down this path and I discover that I don't feel good about the things that I have, even though I I feel like I should. Yes, and so for a lot of people, they'll say, "Well, I'm afraid I'll discover I don't feel happy in my relationship," but it's not about the other person. We're so used to pointing our finger at the other person and thinking it is the other person, but it's never about the other person. It's about ourselves. So when you start to have that conversation about yourself with yourself and you know it's about yourself and with yourself, it's you are able to excuse the other person, step into a place of amazing power, take personal responsibility for where you are in this moment, who you are in this moment, and where you would like to be. How you would like to shift into a better feeling place within your relationship, within your job, within your whatever. Complete ownership that I have control. It's it's not my wife's fault, it's not my kid's fault, it's not has nothing has very little it's to do with nobody's fault. No, it's nobody's fault, but it has nothing to do with the other person ever. We project how we feel about ourselves onto everything and every everyone. So when our relationship with ourselves becomes really good, then all we see from the inside out is really good stuff. It's like a human superpower. It is our human superpower, no doubt. And most people don't want it. <laughs> no, thank you. What? <laughs> you, you could keep that one. And yet, I mean, it's there's so much freedom in that, if you think about it. You know, you let everybody else off the hook, and you get to cr- create consciously the life that you want and include all those wonderful people in it. Or not, that's a choice, but it's not about the others. When did you figure this out? You know, I think I was born this way with this knowing. And so I was impossible as a child, as a young adult, as a big adult. I'm very difficult to influence. I'm not impressed by anything or anyone. I just am so inner directing. 
and it feels really good. And my kids are exasperated with me all the time because they're like, mom, like you just let everyone off the hook. I'm like, I know, isn't it great? They're like, no, no, it's not, you know, but it feels so much better because I only have control over two things, how I'm choosing to feel and how, what I'm choosing to think about. And that's it. I have no control over anything else. And neither do you. <laughs> I sure don't. No. What are your kids asking for? Are they wanting you to, to be more judgmental on people? And to hold people accountable. Be, yes, they want me to hold people accountable. And I only hold myself accountable because people are who they are. And I get to make choices about that all day long. But even to hold someone accountable, you're not going to change them. It, it, there's, you know, and it's, um, it's interesting. When you allow people to be who they are and you allow yourself to be who you are, then you just kind of flow through life in a very lovely way. No resistance, no judgment. And you get to make choices, all kinds of choices. So choices to be with people, not be with people, but there doesn't need to be a reason. You don't have to have a judgment about who they are is a reason not wanting to be with them. You just excuse yourself and that's it. So it frees you up to really step into this personal power and manifest a pretty amazing life for yourself. And some of that life has material things and some of it doesn't. It all feels good. We are very powerful. What we think about is what we create. And most people all day long think about what they don't want. And all day long, they have what they don't want. So when you ask them to start thinking about what they want and they actually do it, they start creating life that is, they're just blown away by how powerful. It's that easy. It is that easy if you're consciously choosing to create your life. Absolutely. And the operative word is conscious choice. How, how, how do you do that? Are you sitting down and just thinking about it? Are you meditating? Just. Um, I think it becomes uh, like a mindset because I think you just get so comfortable with who you are. When you're comfortable with who you are, you don't care who anybody else is. You just don't care. It doesn't matter who anybody else is, has nothing to do with it. nothing. So it's just a, it becomes a state of being. It's, it's who you I are. I think so. I think so. And this idea of allowing, just allow people to be where they are. You're not going to change anybody. You don't need to be a source of influence. They don't have to be who you are. They don't even have to want to be happy. They can just be miserable. And you don't need to have a point of view. You don't have to have a point of view about anything. No commentary. And just think about how freed up we would be in our minds to focus on other things like appreciation and joy. And yeah, it's just. Um, so, how do I begin to break the habit of? 
of doing all the things that we've been talking about I ought not to do when I'm how do I stop or how, 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 go ahead well what do you do that you ought not to do <laughs> like judging people trying to influence to be, others when, when we are judgmental okay well we're judgmental that is a cue that we're disconnected from ourselves because when we're connected to ourselves we don't judge anyone and in that moment of disconnection, we are probably judging ourselves. So we laugh about it and we say, oh my God, here I go again. And we figure out how to hook ourselves back up with ourselves. Why are we looking outside of ourselves and and having commentary about someone else? I mean, there must be a moment of discomfort within ourselves or we would not be doing that. So it's not an opportunity to beat yourself up. It's just a little reminder. It's like if you lose signal on your cell phone and you can't hear someone for a moment, you know that you're out of range. But it's the same thing. We get disconnected all day long and we're just not aware. But when we become aware and it's a little reminder and it's not a big deal, we can get back to ourselves. What do I need to do for myself in this moment to be connected to me? If you're irritated and you're annoyed, you're disconnected. But what are you irritated and annoyed about? It's not someone else. It's never the other. That Amazing. is my only that is only my point of view. One of many. And I think it's wonderful. I love it. Jamie, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can people where can people learn more about you? How can they how can they engage with you? I have a website. It's www.jamie-lernr.com. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jamie your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to jamie-learner.com, J-A-M-I-E-L-E-R-N-E-R. Dot com and uh, learn more about what Jamie is working on and find out if there's an opportunity to connect. Thanks again, Jamie. Thank you. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.